0: This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter.
1: This is Tiny at Obsessive Tiny on Letterboxd.
0: And this is a probably bonus episode of ObsessiveViewer.com's The Obsessive Viewer Podcast. Hey guys, uh, just introducing this episode, I guess. <laughs> this is a special bonus episode of The Obsessive Viewer. Basically, what happened was a couple weeks ago, Tiny and I went to a screening of the movie Longshot and did what were... Um, calling a parking lot special where we uh, record a review of the movie after we see it at one of those screenings. I'm just now getting around to finding the time to actually release the episode, but uh, it's a special bonus bonus episode in that we also have a special uh, parking lot special recording with Kirsten after she and I saw the movie Palms um, at a screening last week or the week before. I can't remember. Time is... uh, time is Oh, what is the line from tag uh time is a construct anyway whatever so um yeah so i can't tell the i can't tell time but um uh so basically this episode is two parking lot uh special recordings uh we've got to find a new name for those um and then as a an additional bonus um, Kirsten and I also talk about end game. Um, we, I believe we spoil it and this, this episode that, that just to tease it a little bit, that has a, uh, a story that will blow your guys's minds. Um, a defining moment of my life and, um, I don't know. The word hero is, is thrown around a lot and, I think that when you hear this story, you'll know that I'm actually a superhero. Um, but anyway, um, enjoy this special bonus episode of The Obsessive Viewer. Um, check the timestamps in the show notes for, uh, you know, timestamps and stuff. We do do a spoiler review of Long Shot, but we keep palms spoiler free and we do go into spoilers for end games. So kind of navigate the, um, the spoilers there so first up we're going to talk about long shot then palms then endgame and the story of me being a uh a superhero you know i'm just just an incredible person so anyway uh enjoy this episode and thank you for listening and we're going to be back next week with a special uh episode about the last two episodes of game of thrones and i think kirsten and i are going to be reviewing detective pikachu um so enjoy that and thank you for listening Hello and welcome to The Obsessive Viewer, where a movie and TV podcast that covers a specific topic, be it genre, trope, movie, or show, each episode. You can find more of our work at ObsessiveViewer.com, more of our podcasts at ObsessiveViewer.com slash podcasts, and you can like us on Facebook and join the Facebook group at Facebook.com slash The Obsessive Viewer. And, uh, finally, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash obsessiveviewer. At the minimum rate of $1 per month, you can get access to an ex- exclusive RSS feed with content recorded specifically for Patreon supporters. And we are here, uh, Tiny and I are here in my car in Carmel, Indiana, um, after just uh, attending a screening of Longshot. Um, Tiny, how's it going? It's good, it's Good. Good good we uh went to the bathroom after the movie i don't know why that was important yeah that um, details i'm sorry <laughs> um so yeah so we just got out a long shot we're gonna do just a bonus review just reviewing the movie we're gonna do a non-spoiler and then spoiler uh review i'm tiny super excited about it <laughs> <laughs> um uh let's see so yeah uh the, everything everything good everything yeah good? everything's good 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 Uh, So, yeah, I'll go ahead and read the plot summary, courtesy of IMDb for Longshot. Uh, When Fred Flarsky reunites with his first crush, one of the most influential women in the world, Charlotte Field, he charms her. As she prepares to make a run for the presidency, Charlie hires Fred as her speechwriter and sparks Fly. Longshot is releasing on May 3rd, uh, which is around the time that this episode is hopefully going to be released. And uh, it stars Charlize Theron. ...as Charlotte Field, uh, Seth Rogen as Fred Flarsky, June Diane Raphael as Maggie Milliken, O'Shea Jackson Jr. as Lance, Ravi Patel as Tom, and uh, rounding out the cast is Bob Odenkirk as President Chambers, Andy Serkis as Parker Wembley, and uh, Alexander Skarsgård as the Prime Minister of Canada, James Stewart... Um. So tiny. Uh. Non spoiler. Like, what were you? Oh, by the way, this was uh, directed by Jonathan Levine, Levine, uh, who previously, oh, he directed Fifty Fifty mm-hmm. and Snatched and Warm Bodies. Um. Okay. Or he wrote Warm Bodies, I should say, and written by Dan Sterling and Liz Hanna. So tiny. Uh. What were your expectations going into uh, Long Shot? And were they met? How did you feel coming out of it in non spoilers?
1: Uh, I didn't really have many expectations going in. I kind of thought, you know, it's kind of a, the next Seth Rogen movie, sort of. Um, but it seemed something. It seemed um, somewhat unique or different uh, because, you know, it seems like he's kind of playing his typical dumb self, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a fresh take. Um, I think. I was kinda worried about like all the politics and stuff like that, but uh mm-hmm. well not worried, but I, I figured they'd make a, a a big splash about it in the movie. Um and it really wasn't that uh it wasn't that bad or it wasn't that uh overwhelming or anything like that. So
0: Yeah, like the politics and stuff were very just base level
1: subdued. And yeah. Yeah. So uh it was it turned out to be really funny. Um I, I um I wasn't expecting it to be quite that funny. I thought it would be kinda dumbed down. I I mm-hmm. I thought it originally was written by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, and you know that oh, that yeah. team. Um, and when I saw it wasn't, I thought it might not be that great. I, I don't know, just because I feel like they write for each other better, or right. they're better when they're writing for each other, I guess. Um, and so I was a little bit hesitant in that regard going in, but um, it ended up delivering quite a bit i was mm-hmm. genuinely surprised it was really funny
0: nice um i didn't ha- okay so funny story i didn't really have any expectations for the movie um i hadn't even seen the trailer until i saw um avengers infinity War, or <laughs> avengers endgame uh last weekend because they had like a pre-roll thing during the during the trailers for that where seth rogan kind of introduced the introduced the trailer to long shot by saying like, <laughs> it was actually pretty clever. He was like, um, this is, uh, before you get started with Endgame.'" game, uh, here's, here's my trailer for long shot. So, and like he, he presented it as like, oh, it's a, it's a comedy with me and Sh- uh, Charlize Theron, Theron. And, uh, if you are devastated by what happens in Endgame, then you can decompress with this. Or if you're super excited from end game, you can liven yourself up with this or what he said something. Uh, it was, it was a lot funnier when it was, um, you know, there, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, uh, so I saw the trailer and I thought, okay, yeah, it looks like it could be kind of uh, kind of fun. And it's overall, it, it, it met my expectations. It was a pretty fun movie. Um, there were some really good comedic beats. It follows those standard R-rated comedy rom-com movies, like the archetype for those types of movies, pretty closely. Um, it doesn't do anything that's too surprising at all. I think that there's been some... Um, some discussion over the pairing of Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen as romantic partners in a movie. And I'm glad that the movie didn't really harp on that. Like they didn't, they got together fairly early in the movie and um, it wasn't like it, it didn't harp on the whole, like uh, the gulf of, physical appearance between the two of them Mm -hmm. um it presented a more genuine and kind of a charming kind of romance for the two in the movie and i appreciated that right um and as much as it did follow those tropes and those archetypes of like the standard rom-com r-rated comedy movie um i enjoyed those pieces of the archetype of that style of film pretty pretty across the board in this movie, like, um, O'Shea Jackson Jr., who I love. He's, he's, he's great. Um, he plays the quintessential best friend of the, uh, male character of Seth Rogen's character. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's fun. It's, it's just fun that they're, it, it's like, it's like they're doing this trope, but the, it's not, it, there's no like self-awareness to it, but it's, it has this genuine feel to it that it just feels, um, more authentic than the trope would give you give it would give it credit for i agree yeah so um so that was fun he wasn't in the movie quite enough for my taste but uh i could have had more of O.J. jackson jr but uh what do you think of the romance between seth rogan and shirley uh,
1: it was pretty convincing i i mean i mm-hmm. that th- they really sold i mean obviously there's the whole you know like you said there's a big difference between the two. Charlie's Theron is this very elegant and mm-hmm. beautiful, and uh, you know, famous, powerful, powerful person mm-hmm. um, uh, in the movie and in real life. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and Seth Rogen is Seth Rogen, right? Yeah. Um, but they, I think they did a really good job of making Seth Rogen, and he did a good job of. He's just he's mm-hmm. a pretty charming guy, and he's yeah. he's he's dopey, but he's really intelligent as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you can understand how she would develop feelings for this guy Mm -hmm. um and so it was actually convincing it's called long shot and you know it's kind of it's far-fetched you know that's kind of the point of the movie um but it wasn't so far-fetched or such a long shot that you Mm -hmm. couldn't you couldn't actually enjoy the movie it was it was like you know that was the point and Mm -hmm. they played with it
0: yeah and the way that they developed the the relationship and kind of had their meet cute and everything like there's I won't give it away in the non-spoiler because, you know, if you're interested in seeing it, it there's some fun stuff in it uh, to discover. To discover? Wow. Um, <laughs> but uh, the way that they kind of develop the relationship between the two of them, the way they kind of eventually lead into the romantic relationship between the two, is a pretty... Um, uh, expect, uh, I expect it sounds derogatory to it, but it's it's more... Uh, it it tracks well. The logic of, that the movie presents of them going from, like just like reconnecting, at a party to them having a relationship uh, through him turning into like becoming her speechwriter is a very authentic uh, and uh, kind of genuine trajectory. Like the logic follows really really well, and I think a lot of credit goes to both Seth Rogen's performance, which he's playing his type. But like you said, he has a charm to him. He's he's more charming. Like I think the kind of difference between this Seth Rogen role and the multitude of like Seth Rogen Seth Rogen roles, um, the uh, roles. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the difference here is that he is this idealistic character because the movie starts with him being a journalist. He's infiltrating the, these white supremacists um, and. <laughs> Did you did you catch that? Did you catch the one of the one of the uh, the white supremacist names that they said was <laughs> Arian Grande? Yeah, Arian Grande. Arian, Arian Grande, Grande. Grande. Yeah, that that killed me. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, we are recording this in my car, but I'm not driving. Just so you guys know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so. <laughs> Yeah, so the difference—he's this idealistic guy. He's a journalist who he, he's—he wants to get the like real story, and he has his ideal, his ideologies. He has his um, principles and everything, and that's demonstrated really well with him. What happens with his job in the opening moments of the movie, um, and I think that that brings the character. It gives him more of a, um, uh, more of a strength, a backbone to kind of root for him. Um, and to contrast that Charlize Theron's character is this, like, she's presented as kind of a stuffy, not, not necessarily stuffy, but she's like in the political machine, but she hasn't like cut loose or anything, but it's not like a, a hokey kind of like, oh, I need to cut loose and, and, you know, bang this <laughs> slum it with Seth Rogen. Right. But it's more like she's finding her individual, individuality and finding like, what makes her happy in this kind of political
1: minefield? It's like she's kind of rediscovering herself. Exactly. Instead of the self that she's kind of had to present in order mm. to get where she got. So, Yep. Yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah. That was
0: nice. Um, what would you think of the supporting cast? Like June Diane Raphael and uh, Alexander Skarsgård? Um, she's always
1: hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah. She, she's yeah. Like a bit of a scene stealer. Yeah. And there were a few times in this where she, she was she kind of stole the stole Mm -hmm. the scene she's really talented Um, Alexander Skarsgård it was so funny to see him in this Um, (laughs) I didn't know he was in this movie me neither Um, but yeah I'm really becoming a fan of his Um, Mm -hmm. I I was sitting there thinking about it you know like he was I think he won a Golden Globe for uh, Big Little Lies Mm -hmm. which I was so on board for he's fantastic in that show remember
0: you talking about that I really need to watch it
1: right and he was like uh, he was an actor that I just didn't think much about Mm because he did True Blood for so long and that show was so over the top but he's, I think he's really finding his, finding his niche, um, mm-hmm. as well with, um, oh gosh, uh, hold the dark, hold the dark, really, really incredible performance for him. So yeah, yeah. it was, it was fun to see him be goofy and silly mm-hmm. and just very different for oh, him. Oh, absolutely. I really enjoyed that. Um, and then, and him uh, doing
0: trying to do a like fake Canadian accent right. was like his open, like his first line is I'm sorry. Yeah. just that. <laughs> That killed me. Yeah, that was
1: good. Yeah. Uh, and then Andy Circus, um, man, God, the guy is just a chameleon.
0: Yeah, I, it's crazy. Like I said to you, I did not recognize him. Like I, yeah. throughout the movie, anytime because he played like he's, he's this the sniveling like, uh, head of this news conglomerate that's taken over and spreading propaganda and stuff. Um, but like he's just so slimy and, and gross. And I was trying to put together who he was because I I just didn't know. And uh, yeah, when I saw the credit saying Andy Circus, I was like, oh okay.
1: Uh, I think it was I don't know, I assume this was intentional, but he looked a lot like like he was he's wearing makeup mm-hmm. and uh, prosthetics and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. He looked a lot like Steve Bannon. That's like with the hair. um, That's the that's the because he looked vaguely familiar. Yeah, and I think that that's what was familiar to me.
1: I think it had to be intentional that they did that. um, But he was kind of playing like more of a like Rupert Murdoch type. Mm -hmm. Basically, there was a lot of digs at Fox News and stuff like that. That was really funny. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the 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 media conglomerate conglomerate that he owns right um so yeah i think they were kind of going for like a blend of steve Mm. bannon and rupert murdoch and they pulled it off pretty well they did oh yeah it was entertaining
0: um and also bob odenkirk (laughs) um he's like he's 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 brilliant in anything like he's he's amazing Mm -hmm. um i love what they did writing his character in this movie because he's the president of the united states and i don't think it's a spoiler to say that in the beginning of the movie he reveals that he's not going to be seeking re-election because he wants to pursue a career uh, in movies yeah <laughs> and just like that that's set up and it's called back a couple of times but that conceit for his character i thought was just comedy gold yeah like every time it's referenced it just cracked me up, um, and it was it was really – that was a strong comedic beat for me. Um, yeah, d- anything else stand out in non-spoilers, or if you, should we dive into spoilers? I say we dive into spoilers. Okay, cool. So we're going to go into spoilers for Longshot, which is opening May 3rd uh, nationwide. It's on your side, and um, – did you get uh, – No. That's nationwide is on your side. Oh. Uh, insurance company uh, ha, ha. And they don't sponsor us
1: in no way are we sponsored
0: by them no no, no. um <laughs> so and i work for a different insurance company <laughs> but um so yeah uh overall thoughts before we dive into spoilers like what uh, what's your letterbox rating
1: uh i give it like three and a half stars um because nice. i just I, I thought it was really funny i laughed my ass off throughout mm. and that's all i really needed nice. for a movie like this that was part of what i was you know I'm not looking for anything especially deep with this movie, mm-hmm. so yeah, it made me laugh and it delivered on the comedy and mm-hmm. um, had a lot of uh, genuine. It was just a genuine film, you know. It didn't mm-hmm. feel it didn't feel over Hollywoodized or produced or anything like right. that. It was it was just a fun comedy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'll echo a lot of those, but I'll I'll have my rating be three stars and okay. probably a little heart. For, for Letterbox, so nice. um, yeah, uh, find out why in the spoiler section of Ooh. the episode. Uh, all right, we're going to play Cliff in the trailer and then go into spoilers for Longshot.
1: Charlotte, I would like to endorse you to be the next president of the United States. Oh my God. You've been a great secretary. of state. Which state again? All of them.
2: Secretary of State looking at us? I kind of know her. It's like kind of knowing a mermaid. Do you tell people that. She
1: probably doesn't remember who I am. Secretary of Field would like to speak with you. With me? I can't shake this feeling that we know each other. We do. We do? Picture me, I guess, maybe like 20 years younger, but like this.
2: Blarsky? Yeah! What are you doing these days?
1: I'm a journalist. You're a great writer. But sometimes you're a little too much. I don't think I am too much. I actually think I'm the perfect right portion. It's
3: really nice to see you again. Oh, crack it down I'm okay Did
2: boys men just call me a cracker
0: okay so I mentioned right off the bat let's let's talk about this particularly in spoilers um the Molly scene yeah um it's funny it's well executed basically the it, they take uh they take the night go to a club um I think in Paris and they take Molly and then she's the secretary of State so she gets called in for a international crisis involving a U.S. serviceman that's been, uh, held captive by a, um, a different, uh, nation. Um, so we get the whole, the whole, we, we get a, we get a funny kind of scene where she is dealing with this international crisis while on Molly. Um, and that I think that kind of, it was funny. It was, it was well- Well, well enough executed, but it just at that moment, I felt like, okay, well, here's our R rated comedy drug scene. (laughs) And it just in that kind of made me think like, okay, this is absolutely like a completely um, cookie cutter, R rated comedy, romantic comedy kind of movie. And I couldn't really, like, once that happened, like, once that clicked with me, I couldn't really divorce myself from that. So, like, yeah. obviously, like, oh, okay, O'Shea Jackson Jr., he is the quintessential best friend. June Day and Raphael is the confidant of the of the female lead. And, um, okay, they're they're together, but then obviously something's going to happen that they're going to be separated. And then they're going to come together, and it's going to be this big, dramatic moment at the end. And, uh, like, it's just it's just the tropes of the genre, and the trappings of the genre, which I didn't go into the movie expecting it to break mold, break the mold or to do anything, anything that would subvert the, the genre by any means. Right. But it is, it is a concept in a, and a, um, it is, it is a, uh it is a movie i've seen thousands of times right um how'd you feel about the drug scene and did it did it do anything for you
1: yeah i mean it it was funny but it's also the most arguably the most over the top part of the movie yeah um i mean other than the fact that she wins the election and he's the first mister or whatever um it's that was over the top and it's like this is you know the whole movie the whole premise is basically unbelievable Um, but that is the most unbelievable part of it you know it's it's The good thing about it is it doesn't take you out of the movie, but you're just like, oh my God, come on. You're crazy. But then you laugh because it's funny. It's genuinely funny. And especially, you know, there's the whole, there's the dynamic of Charlize Theron, like I said, being this elegant, Mm -hmm. beautiful woman and she's, we don't, we're not used to seeing her in this kind of scenario. Right. Um, So there's a whole subtext there that makes it even funnier and, Mm -hmm. or I guess elevates it on a different level than just kind of the tropey. Uh, drug scene in an r yeah. comedy. Um, that that made it somewhat different, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it was it was standard, but at the same time, it's like there's nothing wrong with that. You can have fun with it. Yeah, it was standard,
0: but like I said, it was executed well. But it just kind of made me think like, okay, I'm not I'm not going to see anything too like groundbreaking or unique in this movie. Right. Um. That's kind of what I, what I came away from it with, and also like probably arguably a bigger gripe for me. I I don't even know if I necessarily say it's a gripe, but uh, in that scene where June day and Raphael and uh, Seth Rogen are in the kind of conference room while all that's going on. um, (laughs) I loved that as each scene unfolded with them, like there were more and more empty water bottles in front of Seth Rogen. (laughs) That was, that was a great visual gag. Right. But the whole, like, like I thought that this was a very funny comedic moment where he is like he's saying like I need to confide, confide in you we're, we're we're on drugs right now. <laughs> yeah. We're we're really high and she keeps motioning that you know they have like microphones in the room like you can they can hear mm-hmm. everything. Um and he doesn't get it and he's like he's he keeps repeating that they're on drugs. Like that's a genuinely like hilarious moment. Right. But I really thought that they were going to set it up to be like that is going to come back and be like the the big dramatic moment in the third act to right. kind of tear them apart or, or put everything in jeopardy. Right. And, like, I was... I would have been on board with that. I would have been totally on board with that because it would have been a little bit less of the archetypical uh, R-rated rom-com tropes and everything because what we got instead was, okay, they um, they break up. Why did they even break up again? We just saw this movie. Yeah. Um,
1: well, because they hacked his
0: computer. Oh yeah, okay. Video. She yeah. was blackmailed into breaking up them. That's right. right. Um, and like that's fine, but like it's the whole, the whole end, like the whole end. <laughs> forgive me. The whole end game of it um, was that she just had to decide that okay, she's not going to compromise her relationship for um, you know the easy route to the presidency and everything. And that's fine, but there's not. That's all internal for her. There wasn't any, like, outward, like, conflict for their relationship, aside from them breaking up and then getting back together. Mm-hmm. I feel like there should have been a little bit more with that. Uh, did you get any of that?
1: Yeah, that was almost, like, rushed. Or, mm. like, they kind of brushed over that really quickly. Um But, I mean... I. The movie was surprisingly long for like a, a goofy comedy. It was like yeah. just over two hours, two
0: hours and five minutes. Yeah,
1: so I mean, it kind of it kind of was running on a little long. So mm-hmm. I I don't know if that was a time thing or it's like they kind of mm-hmm. just had to squeeze that in, shoehorn it in, but um, it didn't bother me too much.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um, there was also, like, going back to their meet-cute, what what got them together, I thought that, that was a really well-done scene where, like, they're about to kiss and then the missile strikes. And, yeah. Like, that was a really interesting set piece. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was good. Um, yeah. Um, let's see, what else can we talk about with this? Um, mm. Let's see, Bob and Kirk was great. Um, just the, the recurring bit about tv actors going to going from tv to (laughs) film that was that was really fun right um also just the premise that that the country elected a (laughs) elected a pre elected a man president who played a president on tv for six years yeah like that that was that was great and that helped cement or helped establish um the far-fetched uh kind of world that the movie lives in Mm -hmm. because it immediately just tells us like okay well this is really out there and and crazy um so of course yeah we're gonna have all of these antics where like the secretary of state is tripping on molly and (laughs) and has this uh relationship with the dude that came on his face (laughs) um and still is elected president after (laughs) after saying that uh, the president's a fucking idiot and yeah. literally dropping the mic uh, on her speech <laughs> um, so yeah it just established it and that, that brought me into the into the world of long shot uh, pretty well mm-hmm. yeah um, anything else or should we start to wrap it up I wrap it up I mean it's, it is a bonus episode so we're good well yeah and it's not a very complicated movie no it's not <laughs> not, a it's ton, not not a ton to dissect really. right yeah um, so how do you feel about Okay, so like the, a big part of the movie is Charlize Theron, Theron's character uh, has initiated this um, kind of green deal, this this uh, environmental deal mm-hmm. that it, that includes uh, that, um, that, that kind of reminded me of my nephew a little bit, <laughs> um, but is uh, this environmental. Uh, Pact or whatever with yeah. with other countries and everything. So, how do you think that that correlate? Do you think that, that was a um, a worthy kind of piece of policy that's reflective of of the current administration? Say, so I don't know. This is a long road for a stupid joke. Um, <laughs>
1: well, I thought it was I thought it was actually funny because I think mm-hmm. they were sort of poking fun at those kinds of policies because yeah. they basically just called it bees, Trees, and C's. <laughs> yeah. And so, like... And it was like, oh, now the trees are out. Yeah. And it's like, they weren't even trying to add mm. any kind of dynamism to it. It was all just right. the simplistic like, well, the trees are all going to die now. Or it's like, well, we don't care about the seas anymore. And it's like, it's like about the,
0: bees? That's all I have
1: is bees. Right. There's no specificity yeah. at all in it. And I feel like that's how those policies really are. Like, they, because in, in, in the real world, it's like, oh, we're in, releasing this new environmental policy. And like, it's like, 1800 pages long and mm. no one's going to read it and no one knows any of the details or the minutia but it's like we're going to save the trees the bees and the seas and it's just <laughs> like okay this is a good policy I want to get on board with this and that's how it is like it's overly mm-hmm. simplified in the actual political world and they made it even simpler in the movie that's and, really
0: interesting I
1: mean it like, wasn't it wasn't like laugh out loud funny it was right like, situationally funny mm-hmm. like just the way they were talking about it and the, the nonchalance with mm-hmm. which with it was with which it was discussed i i found that pretty entertaining
0: that's interesting because i had uh, a different reaction to it or a different read on it really is that mm-hmm. like i totally like get your point and everything but my kind of uh way of interpreting it or my my read on it was that it was just it, it's it's a comedy movie they don't need to go in depth with anything really right and i mean it is set up as like okay this is just a a, a puff piece kind of piece of uh policy that they're going to do just for political gain um but it like the simplicity of it just felt like okay we don't need to waste time with with actually doing anything here because it's a comedy movie right that was how i read it it's more cynical than than that um but uh i did think uh and I, i think i was a little disappointed at this aspect of it because i really thought given the way that it was set up at the beginning where they said like oh bees trees and seas um for some reason I part of me was kind of expecting that to come into play later as like a, like I thought maybe it would be take a route where like okay um Seth Rogen embarrasses her in some way because he because they like no one realizes that bees trees and seas can mean something else or like i thought it was i thought it was setting up like it's such an overly simplistic like idea like i thought that they were setting up like oh it's actually going to be this clever turn of turn of phrase or something hmm. but i couldn't piece it together because there was nothing to piece together there gotcha um, but i kind of thought that it was going to lead to something a little more unique than just being uh than just being a uh, kind of ge- general kind of uh oversimplified policy thing yeah Yeah, um, physical comedy was good. There were a couple of really good, like, heightened uh, physical comedy scenes involving Seth Rogen. Like, he falls falls down the stairs, and before that, he flies out of a window. Um, very hard. (laughs) Yeah. Like, very rough. Um, and I'm glad that we only got, really, those two scenes. Yeah. Um, because I kind of felt like if they did more than that, it would be a little more, um, it would come across as, uh... Just too slapsticky.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, would have been too over the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, uh, any final thoughts on on long shot?
1: No, no, I don't okay. think so. It was nice. it was fun though. I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, it was a good time. I I did enjoy it. Um, if you are, and that's it. I feel like it's kind of strategically placed for release because it's it's a good. It, it, I think it would work well for like a decompressing after end game yeah. because like we've had so much like uh
1: in game of thrones
0: in game of thrones yeah. yeah so like so much stress and everything in media like this is a fun like charming two hours and five minutes you'll spend in the theater exactly um yeah and also just as a as an aside um the uh i mentioned this in in one of our group chats um the muller report is on audible mm-hmm. um and it's it's uh, it's pretty interesting I, like I listened to like the just the beginning of it a little bit and like I just had this stupid joke in my head it's like it's on audible and it's free on audible which is which is pretty cool mm-hmm. but like I was like my my joke about it is that uh like you know it's pretty good but he he doesn't do any of the voices <laughs> <laughs> like, nice. It's just it's very dry yeah <laughs> um yeah so I don't I don't know that's <laughs> something something else um so yeah I think that'll about do it um yeah so we uh will have already had our end game review posted so hope you guys enjoyed that and then at some point we're going to do a review of game of thrones uh episode three um soon so hopefully we can get that worked out yeah um yeah and also check out anthology and tower junkies which is going to make its triumphant return soon sooner rather than later Mm -hmm. um i think it would be safe to say that we will have a new tower junkies episode before people drive 500 miles in a circle in our hometown. I think so. Okay, good. Um, all right. So that was for no one. Um, So, okay. Uh, yeah, I need to get gas and get tiny home Uh, to his wife and his dog and yeah so thank you guys so much for listening and follow us on social media and support us on patreon all that stuff and uh have a good one thanks guys thanks hi Uh, moving in i was hoping you'd be mad there's not enough erections around here as it is what's this you were a cheerleader
1: my mother was very sick so i quit the team
0: maybe you should give it another shot we want to start a cheerleading club. Will you be cheering for ourselves? Show us what you've got. Woo! She's great.
1: I always did want to be a cheerleader. I asked my husband, what'd he say? Over my
0: dead body. That was fast. A little too fast. Did you ask me? See you at practice. Okay, we're recording. Okay. Okay. Well,
3: we should have gotten those people's names so, so we could give them like a shout out. We in case should they have, listen.
0: <laughs> unless or well, if they listen and they hear this, they can tweet at us. Yes, they can. Yeah. At obsessive And at burger underscore lurker. Um. So yeah. So uh, since this is going in the bonus episode, there's no real need for preamble. But hey, we're here. It's me and Kirsten. Hi, we're in Kirsten. a car
3: and it's cold and it's raining. It is.
0: I purposely do not have my car on. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, we just got out of Endgame. Um, uh, yeah, well, we actually just got out of Outback. Out of Outback. Steakhouse. Uh, yes, thank you. Yeah, they do. Um,
3: the Outback. We went to Australia to see the With
0: movie. We went to Australia to see the movie. With Taiko Wakiki. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, I have to, I have to correct you here. Oh, he's new. He's new from New Zealand. Oh, we have gotten, we have gotten some flack over our uh, disrespect for New Zealand. I I
3: told, I know that they're different. I know that they're different. Like, I totally get that. I just thought he was from Australia.
0: Okay. Okay, good whew. I'm glad because we we just cl- got ourselves clear of the war with you're gonna love this or not podcast um
3: sorry guys, yeah, so whew. they didn't love this uh, no,
0: no. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I will be a guest on their podcast next uh probably <laughs> like this week when you That's was cancelled. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no i'm sure they'd be happy to have you
0: yeah well they already did i've they've, they've had oh me. good um
3: <laughs> they've had you
0: yes uh we talked about short circuit too um super excited they're actually part of the geeking in indiana family of podcasts so um yeah they're part of tony's little crew there and you know tony and i'm I do, sure yeah. you met matt there i'm sure at tony's wedding i met a
3: lot of people there you
0: did yeah
3: i'm sure if i saw him i'd i'd right, recognize right. him yeah
0: yeah So, um, yeah, first let's go ahead and talk about Palms real quick. Okay, Um, get that out of the way. Yes. So we went to a press screening for Palms, advanced screening, press screening, you know, what have you. Um, uh, With with Diane Keaton. Yes. Rhea Perlman. Rhea Perlman, Alicia Bowe, Jackie Weaver, Mm. Pam Greer, and some other people. Um, Palms is about an older lady who goes to a retirement... Community, and starts a club for the uh, ladies there to be a cheer squad. Um, from yeah, it's what did you what did you think of poems?
3: I got exactly what I expected. I think mm-hmm. um, it was you know a heartwarming mm-hmm. tale with a good moral at the mm-hmm. end of it. It I mean, we were not the target audience. We really were. Definitely the people yeah. who, in the theater who were seemed to love it. Yeah. It, it was cute and it was mm-hmm. charming and it was, you know, funny. I, I didn't love it. I mean. Yeah.
0: Same here. I yeah. <sighs> Yeah, but but, had, it,
3: but it's it's got a lot of content that I can't relate to. I you right. know I can't relate to the protagonist's mm-hmm. struggles and right. journey and growth. Yeah. So there's that. although
0: you were a cheerleader in high school, I was. Um, can you speak to that experience and how it informed your opinion of Palms?
3: Um. Well, I wasn't very good at it. Okay. Um, <sighs> <laughs> I, I only tried out because my best friend wanted to try out and she uh, didn't want to go alone and then I made it, it and she didn't.
0: Oh God. Yeah. She was, was she
3: was cool with it though. Okay.
0: Um was it your best friend Mackenzie? Yes.
3: yes. Yeah, good memory. Yeah. Oh well, I'm good. Um, yeah, I'm hey good. Mackenzie, if you're she's not listening, but uh, oh, okay. but um Oh
0: that's cool, whatever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um but I mean Yeah, it was I mean Very stereotypical mean teenagers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and like I felt like, and then like a total one hundred and eighty character development for a couple people,
0: Um, which I mean, to say it's unearned, it's like like you said, we're not the target audience. Like this is a movie that's made for people that aren't maybe aren't too concerned with like plotting and everything, which is fine for people, but like I don't know, I felt like there were some steps like here and there that just it took into different directions that didn't seem to really care about developing it yeah, too much yeah i agree um it kind of going through the motions plot wise that's what it felt like um but it was it was charming it was cute yeah um, for,
3: for what it was i thought it was enjoyable yeah i have no desire to ever see it again
0: right right um
3: but it was you know it was it was it was cute
0: okay yeah i agree um check it out i So we're recording this Saturday night, uh, May 11th. Yes. And tomorrow is Mother's Day. Um, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, uh, Putting you in the hot seat. Did you get anything for your mom or do anything special? yes. Okay. we actually
3: we had our mother's day dinner for her last night oh okay at her favorite restaurant oh nice um jasmine and i got her uh, she she always asks for gift cards for everything like oh, I, okay. I like to get people a gift right, right um but she only wanted a gift card so okay. that's what we, and you know dinner mm-hmm. um and then we're having another family dinner um with my mom and my grandmother tomorrow night oh nice so, how about you
0: my mom wants a Blu-ray and DVD player, <laughs> um, and I'm going to get her a Blu-ray and DVD player. We don't really have plans. Maybe I'll take her out to dinner tomorrow. Um, yeah, because we don't, we haven't really made, I need to get in touch with my brother and sister and see but what But we surprised
3: doing. our mom. Like, oh, our, nice. Our, our dad was like, oh, I'm going to the store. Do you want to go to the store? And Aww. she was like, yeah, and um, then they went to the store, mm-hmm. and then Ella my mom's so favorite mm-hmm. restaurant, and they were, it, it's right next to the Kroger, and so he said, nice. like, well, why don't we go in and get something to eat? And. And we were already there, and she oh, That's nice. and did the
0: whole "Oh no, i was so surprised!" and <laughs> That's it, was, sweet. it was cute. Nice, um, but uh, to go back to the movie, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Palms <laughs> is like a good like take your mom to the movies. Yeah, movie. it's it's, it's a a good, like, it's feel a,
3: good. Yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, movie. Um, yeah, and we got B ups after that, so mm-hmm. that was fun. Um, but uh, yeah, let's talk about Endgame, since okay. we did so.
1: If we do this, we'd be going in shorthanded.
0: Yeah, you mean because he killed all our friends? We owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try.
1: It's not about how much we lost, it's about how much we have left. We're the Avengers. We, got- we gotta finish this. You trust me?
0: I do. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. So, we already did our special episode about Endgame. Me and Tiny reviewed it, and this is going to be kind of a supplemental review and everything. So... Um, we're going to go ahead and sp- go spoilers on, because at yeah. this point everyone's probably God, seen it. So. I
3: finally saw yes. it. I, I just, yes. I was so busy there for a while, mm-hmm. and then by the time we like coordinated our schedules, right. um, it was just that the theaters were packed. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's been out for two weeks? Two, this is the third Th- This is the third week? week? Yes, okay. this is the third weekend. So uh, just real quick, if you guys haven't seen Endgame yet, go ahead and uh, turn off this podcast and come back when you Destroy
3: have Destroy your phone. Yes. Burn it.
0: Yes. <laughs> run it over. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Just just to be safe. It's a little bit of overkill, but that's fine. Um, Please don't do that. Obsessive viewer is not liable for any damage (laughs) to your phone. Uh, So... I've already seen Endgame, and I've already talked about Endgame, yeah. and I'm already burping into the microphone. What did you think of Endgame? So we're well Houston? on our way. Yes, um,
3: I loved it. It was great. It was, mm-hmm. it was a good culmination. Mm-hmm. Um, to how many years deep are we um, in the MCU?
0: Ten or eleven years. Eleven at this years. Point, twenty-two movies. Which the beginning of the movie, when uh, when Tony is talking about how long they've been adrift of space, he says tw- day twenty-two. That's uh, reference twenty-two movies.
3: Okay, that's yeah. good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was great. Um, nice. It was very fun and uh, action packed, mm-hmm. and it was good.
0: What I what I really loved about it, especially in this viewing, is was the um, the baby in the theater <laughs> and the annoying. <laughs> patrons it in the was, theater guys
3: this was the worst theater experience i have ever had
0: mm. i yelled at teenagers yes in a very it was like gruff I, and authoritative i
3: said in the in the theater i said i'm proud of you, you and did. i was and that um, filled my
0: heart with joy because
3: they really did shut up when yeah. you yelled at them yeah <laughs> but it was these these kids who were i mean, sitting at you know in down down in the front we were yeah. in the back and and he just yelled shut the fuck up and, yeah <laughs> and <laughs> well, they did let
0: me set the scene it so, was, guys,
3: this was, it was so bad.
0: It was, like, God damn it. Like, okay. It was so bad. The first, like, this this particular situation where I became the hero of the movie theater.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> I wouldn't go that It was, far. Well, I that's fine. I love how you were um, like, spoilers, and then we're just talking about how yeah. shitty the experience was.
0: <laughs> but, and this does fall into spoilers, so uh, the moment of the movie, the big freaking... Yeah, big penultimate,
3: penultimate moment, culmination yeah.
0: culmination of, like, 22 movies to 11, 12 years of movies. Uh Uh, comes where Tony takes the takes the, the gauntlet, uh, the gauntlet, or takes the um, yeah it the, the stones. stones off the gauntlet, yeah. gauntlet and puts it on his little Iron Man hand, and like right at like right when that happens, this fucking kid in the front was like reverse card, yeah, and I'm like as like when he said that, I almost like told him to shut the fuck yeah. up,
3: but but you knew what was but I coming, knew what which was coming. I Did
0: not want to over overshadow. Uh, I am Iron I did, Man. I didn't want to overshadow Robert Downey Jr.
3: Right, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to steal his thunder, right. you know.
0: But, as soon as like that happened, like they said something yeah, they, or they, they did
3: well, well and and they were they were talking a lot. It was like mm-hmm. they yelled out something, I couldn't catch what they were saying, yeah, but they just kept going,
0: yeah, oh, yeah, like I didn't know if it was the kid trying to be clever again or i if they I, were I doing... think so, yeah, so I just yelled like, "Shut the fuck up, and then uh, I think
3: he, like I think he was yelling meme stuff, like pro- I think, I so think that's what it is, yeah, and
0: then uh they laughed a little bit. I and sound so old they I know. <laughs>
3: These kids in there yelling memes <laughs> with their memes and
0: stuff, um, but yeah, and their so then, floss
3: dances,
0: <laughs> and then at that point, the movie theater like just they shut down the movie, and then like everyone that is started not what cheering happened. for me. We lifted him um, up on our shoulders, yes. and it was Sheila, Sheila, Sheila. The way I said it, no one would have think that it was a woman saying it. Anyway. um... Okay. So, okay. Okay. Whatever you're about to say is getting cut out. Um, <laughs> Matt, you're the best. Oh, thank you. Uh, you said you're gonna damn, cut it out. Anyway, that's what she said. Uh, I don't know. Um, what? I don't know. That is. That's. <laughs> that's not how sex works. Matt. It's, it's been a
3: while. I don't know. Anyway, that was the voice he used when that he yelled. Actually, really was. <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, um, I said. I said they probably thought it was. <laughs> Some mom,
0: yeah, like some mom that their it's mom like, works. Shut with. The fuck up, <laughs>
3: <laughs> young men. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna come up and grab uh, them by the ear. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, so
0: that wasn't the only like disruption or anything. Yeah, there was
3: someone who had their infant. Yeah, and, like w- we've we've talked on the on the podcast before about mm-hmm. babies and movies. Yeah, and they don't belong. Kirsten
0: hates all babies. I
3: hate babies. No, yeah. I don't. I, I, mm-hmm. Okay, if you have a child mm-hmm. that is you know the age where a child cannot sit through an entire movie right. don't bring it to the movie yeah. or if you are take it to a kids movie because right. that's a little you know that's acceptable you know more yeah. acceptable anyway Right? Um, but why I would, would you even
0: argue not to do why that why would you take but, your anyway.
3: infant
0: yes like, to a
3: 3 hour long yes. adult movie and as
0: i pointed out several times during the movie there's no fucking way that that infant saw all 22 mcu movies what a poser i know yeah. right yeah uh fucking there crying its captain at, america 1z yeah, onesie. yeah. And he was crying at Tony Stark Dying, like, okay, you haven't put in the work, young boy or girl. Um You
3: don't have the emotional so investment. You don't. Yeah, no, but like don't bring your don't bring your baby yeah. to a three hour movie. If anyone if if that was someone who's listening,
0: we hate hmm. you. Yeah. Like, yeah.
3: Just know and that. your baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hate that baby.
3: Um, no, but yeah, it was just And there so... were like, these teenagers who were like Oh, my God, that was a whole thing and talking Ugh. and laughing throughout the whole movie and running up and down the stairs. It was yeah. so it was horrible. It was So distracting.
0: And another hero in the theater told them to shut up. Yeah. Um, and and like, then
3: they got into like an argument. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Uh, anyway, so yeah. let's talk about the movie. Okay, Yeah. Um,
0: but real quick. Last thing about that. They left or something and then like they forgot something I or think they, they lost something. something. They lost something. And like the, sec- the guy who was working security for the theater. Came in like within the last ten minutes of the movie, like shining his light on his phone, trying to trying find whatever they had lost. It's like you guys can't wait ten minutes for the credits to start yeah. rolling. But anyway, um, so yeah, so the movie was really good. The
3: movie was good. Yeah. I loved all the all the um, Easter eggs from the comics. Yes, really great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Professor Hulk, mm-hmm. um, the whole and there, there's there's um, this famous scene from the comics where Thor throws Mjolnir and. Mm-hmm spider-man is like hitching a ride on it and yeah. it's they did that with with captain america but it, I, yeah. it's that's totally a scene straight from the comics i and, didn't
0: know that that was a reference Yeah, or anything yeah. And you pointed out i was like that's that's um, pretty as guardians
3: awesome. of the galaxy is mm-hmm. from the comics um <laughs> uh captains uh hell hydra his his betrayal yes um that's a, that's that, from the comics yeah that's, a, that's pretty recent
0: actually yeah i i was aware of that yeah. and um i just when he said that i was like that's that's so that's so clever that's really good um. Yeah. What did you think of like the time jump? And what did you think of like the prologue where they go after Thanos after he's uh, destroyed the stones and chop off his head? Like, what did you think of that? Because obviously, like you said, <laughs> like you turned to me and said, like, it's too early in the movie. <laughs> like,
3: um, what were you? No, were I know. I I, I thought it was great. Obviously, you know, you know that's not the end, right. and you know he's gonna come back in some form. But mm-hmm. I I really liked seeing this big bad, like the the like the ultimate villain, just mm-hmm. reduced to this like weak yeah um hobbled man mm-hmm. and that's what he was yeah
0: like he wasn't reaping the benefits of his yeah actions or anything yeah. and it wasn't like they kind of it's kind of a mixed thing i guess or or it's kind of it's not murky but it's like on one hand it's like uh it's like is he just kind of regretting what he did or on the other hand it's like well he just depleted all of his energy i
3: think it, i think it's more that stones. i, I yeah. don't think he regretted it okay i don't think so okay Cool. Um, but, I, but I, 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 it, it obviously took a huge toll mm-hmm. from him to use the stones twice. Yeah. Um, and it just, it, I mean, he was, I believe just so close to death already. Right. Um, and it was just seeing him reduced to that, mm-hmm. you know, after he, um, you know, killed trillions of, yeah. of, of beings right. and trounced. Mm -hmm. the entire avengers team like and now he's just fallen so far right and i i loved seeing that
0: me too me too and it's like infinity war was definitely like thanos's movie like he had such a strong arc and everything and he was like kind of the focal point it was cool to see like the other side of that Mm -hmm. like the avengers having to avenge everything but also still kind of what they do yeah, yeah exactly um yeah just really cool what did you think of tony like just Tony's arc like the I thought thought it was great I think
3: it was Mm -hmm. what we what they were building toward the entire time Mm -hmm. um his was the first Avengers movie so we started with him we ended with him um it was a a good way to go
0: yeah and Um, it's like something that people are pointing out all over the internet and everything is just like how amazing it is just like the what what all's happened like he was like Robert Downey Jr. was you know like his career was, yeah. All, like he was, uh, uh, alcoholic addict, and yeah. yeah. And like he, like in the nineties, he just, uh, just went yeah, into kind a of off the rails, spir- yeah, spiral, yeah. And like his, like his redemption as a person in real life and his growth and, and uh, recovery and everything mm-hmm. kind of mirrors in a sense, Tony's whole trajectory through the, through all the movies. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. Cause like, I guess for Iron Man two, which is one of the lesser MCU movies, yeah. they wanted to do, um, there's a story arc for Tony Stark where it's like, I think it's called demon in the bottle. It's about his alcoholism and everything. Okay. And they wanted to do that for Iron Man two, but I guess the studio was like, no, we yeah. need to make more Avengers stuff in it. Gotcha.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, there is that. Um, there's a subplot of alcoholism in mm-hmm. the main Iron Man um, timeline. Mm-hmm. There's one interesting, uh, the whole multiverse thing. There's yeah. uh, Peter Parker travels to another. Um, universe and the tony there is still an alcoholic oh interesting. and he's like oh my my tony stopped drinking oh years ago and it's like this really sad yeah. bittersweet moment i
0: just i hear that as tom holland saying, yeah segment. totally yeah um but yeah anyway um also about iron man 2 they apparently filmed like an opening scene that was like supposed to play into that whole thing like he's on a uh plane and he's in the iron man suit and he's puking and everything and Pepper's trying to talk to, him, talk to him about going in and doing his thing. But anyway, um, yeah, so that was cool. Uh, mm. What was your favorite moment in the movie?
3: Um, oh, I don't know. Um,
0: uh, By the way, where are in my car. Um, I-, <laughs> I didn't say that before. There's another uh, what me and Tiny have affectionately called a uh, car special. Okay. So, I don't yeah. like the sound of that. Yeah.
3: Car special cost you twenty bucks. <laughs> in a Back alley somewhere. <laughs> yeah. um, We're fa- in an favorite moment. Lot, favorite guys. moment. Um, yes. That's so tough. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I might need more time to decompress. Sure. Um, the whole three-hour movie that I right. just saw. Um,
0: that baby is already saying his favorite w- favorite moment. <laughs> that of the baby movie, is very so. advanced. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I probably. Uh, um, Cap handling Mjolnir was great. Yes, and then the so whole... The, the, the Avengers Assemble mm-hmm. um, is so powerful. Oh, I yeah. also loved mm-hmm. when... Um, all the all the women come to help okay. Peter at that one point, yes. and it's like all the women on the battlefield, mm-hmm. and then Peter. <laughs> but right. I'm like, yes, ladies. <laughs> See, yes, that was great.
0: Okay, and I'm I'm so good that I'm so glad that you brought that up because when me and Tiny, two white men, um, <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> really? About it. Yeah, uh, we're talking about it. I, I we kind of both kind of had a different reaction. we were kind of like, okay, well that it seems uh, like it's it's great. On paper, like, to have that. And they had a similar scene in uh, Infinity War with uh, Scarlett Yeah Johansson, Scarlet Witch, and... um Denai Gurira. Danai Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I just stumbled through. I didn't know.
3: Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <That's>,
0: um, so, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> but in this movie, it kind of felt like that was a little... I I use this word in the review, but I kinda of feel like it's too harsh of a word, but it's a little pandering. Oh I I didn't, I didn't think so. You didn't think so? No.
3: Okay, well that's fine. I'm the exact type of person <laughs> exactly. that they would be pandering to exactly. and I did not feel pandered to. Yeah. No, I I mean maybe I mean, if it was a longer moment if mm-hmm. the women like delivered the final blow or something, yeah. Right. But it was it was a short moment, you know. Sure. Um, um also, so, and they just, the, you know, they just all s- stood together and mm-hmm. defended Peter. Right. And I think it, it was a really nice moment.
0: Um, and Captain Marvel, they defended her cause she had the, she had the gauntlet. Um, she doesn't need defending though. She
3: does. She that, headbutt was that headbutt was beautiful. Was awesome.
0: Um, yeah. How did you feel about Captain Marvel's like role in the movie? Wish she just, had been in it more. Yes.
3: Um, we, we talked kind of briefly about, you know, mm-hmm. that end game was filmed, Completed before Mm -hmm. Captain Marvel. So they didn't have the character completely fleshed out. Mm -hmm. I get that. They also... I mean, she is so powerful. Yes. But I feel like it's very easy to kind of just... She's overpowered, Mm -hmm. you know, at that point. Um, And she had a good excuse for not being there for most of the movie. That there is a whole universe out there that needs protecting. Mm -hmm. I just feel like they should have called her... Right. You know, when they had their plan, like, mm-hmm. they definitely needed her. They needed right. everyone they could get. I, I also don't understand why Okoye wasn't in the movie. Yeah. Um, I, we talked about we, that. We, we, said, we, we hypothesized mm-hmm. that she's probably running Wakanda. Right. Um, and that makes sense, but I, I would have liked it explained, or I would have liked to have had her there. Yeah. They needed way. her there. There's mm-hmm. no reason for her not to have been there, in my opinion. Right. I mean, th- th- Wakanda can run itself. Yeah. Like, they got it. They got it fine. They're fine. They needed <laughs> right. Okoye. And mm-hmm. they needed Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. um, and that's I, I, I wish that I wish that they had been in the more in, in the whole movies. I I just, I just yeah. there's no reason for them not to have been there.
0: Right. Um, what did you think? How do you feel about the time travel and everything?
3: I thought it was fine. Yeah, cool. I I said I thought their suits looked kind of dumb.
0: Yeah, I liked it. I just eh. I like the uniformity and everything. Yeah. Um, all the jokes about time travel were great. Yeah.
3: Me. Hot um, to a time machine? Hot yeah. to a time machine? <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, what else? I don't
3: know. Just all, the yeah. the, um, the, the, the Captain America versus Captain America fight.
0: That was, that was great. That was one of my favorite moments. Yeah. And just yeah. capping it, That is America's ass. Yeah. Capping it off with that. No pun intended. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, just so it was good. Great.
3: It was a good movie. And I love that um, there, there was Tom Holland had a mm-hmm. little yes. uh, thing before the movie saying that, hey, I know you're probably expecting the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. We're right. going to show it after the movie because it's yeah. got spoilers in it. And then they did. They showed it right after the movie. It was really great. I thought
0: that was so cool. I it was so well done. I did not expect that. I yeah. hadn't heard of them doing that. Yeah. Uh, so, very cool. And
3: I, haven't, I hadn't watched the mm-hmm. Far From Home trailer because I knew I had heard that it contains major spoilers right. and I shouldn't, I shouldn't see it. So, um, yeah. So I'm 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 glad that I got to see it on the big screen mm-hmm. for the first yeah, time. Yeah, was very cool. Yeah, and I didn't because I, I was gonna like when we got out to our cars, I was. Mm-hmm. I was going to like okay let's watch the trailer now right. you know on our tiny phones.
0: Yeah. What did you think of the Far From Home trailer? Oh, it looks
3: great. Spider-Man's yeah. my favorite mm-hmm. character from the MCU. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
3: mostly because of Tom Holland. He just does yeah. a phenomenal job. He's like amazing. really no one no one can play the role like he has. Right. And and the movie's the, 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 the Spider-Man movie was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to Far From Home and mm-hmm. seeing how he deals with this trauma. Yes. You know, not only was you know was he gone for 5 years and mm-hmm. now and he's got to come to terms with that right. but also his mentor, you know, mm-hmm. a father figure in his life, is gone, and he has a new baby sister that he's got to help, right. you know, <laughs> grow up in this crazy world. And <laughs> he's just yeah. got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, and also he's Spider Man. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and he's yeah. on a vacation. To I, I, yeah. I said before the movie, I said the one question I need answered mm-hmm. was: Did Ned get snapped, <laughs> right. or is he out there like <laughs> looking for his best friend? Yes, and. and he, I believe he got snapped because Mm -hmm. we think we have it figured out that so he's five years later and he hasn't aged because he was dead um, and has been brought back. Mm -hmm. And by that logic, everyone who... Was he was in high school with, mm-hmm. who is still there? Also got snapped because right. I, otherwise they would be five years older and they would have graduated by now. Mm-hmm. So Ned, MJ, I, th- I think I, th- I saw Flash. Yes, Flash um, in in the trailer. Yeah. So all those all all his, all, all those, the
0: all the major characters from all Homecoming. the main
3: characters <laughs> yeah. also got snapped. Right. I, I said, wouldn't it be cool if like Ned's an adult <laughs> now and like he's already out of college and I kind of wish that but they he's could still do that. he's still yeah. like. You know, Peter, you're back. And he's like, they're still best friends. And it's the same old Ned. He's just a little bit older now. Like, wouldn't that be neat?
0: Yeah. Um, Speaking of, like, stuff, like, online spoiling stuff, like, they released the Far From Home trailer the Monday after the second weekend, so this past Monday. And uh, they said, like, hey, Mm -hmm. there's going to be spoilers. So Mm -hmm. spoilers, the spoiler ban has been lifted, Um, which makes sense. You know, two weekends, that's fine. But they also released a TV spot. Um, yeah, we when we were at B dubs it, it yes. was on, and I
3: looked up, and he said, "Don't look, don't look." Yeah, <laughs> I let me. Away. It's just like a,
0: it's like. Less was than two was minutes. the
3: spoiler that I almost looked at because I know it was the fight scene. Mm-hmm. Was was it that Captain had the hammer? Um, was that what you didn't want me to see? Um, among other things. Okay, like watch this.
0: Watch this. Um,
3: Hope you guys are ready because I'm gonna watch this. I
0: know you're um, gonna
3: listen to me watch this. Yes, this is really good. Content. It
0: is. Right here. Well, I'm probably gonna just put it in the episode, so you'll you'll see. It. Okay, this came out like this week. Okay, so you see they're all back. Yeah. His, the
1: globe. his
3: daughter. Mm-hmm. Morgan. Mm-hmm. Cap on cap. Mm-hmm.
0: The hammer. And they give away so much. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like well, Avengers Assemble. It's, it's, it's like
3: like we were talking about. We knew they were coming back because there's another Spider-Man movie. Right. There's there's another um, uh, Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not like this is the end. You know, right. it's not like they're not going to get them back. We know they That's are. True. But how it happens is yeah. you know the journey is is mm-hmm. is you know part of the fun. Right. You know, it's not just about the. The, you know, the, the, the results. Right. Knowing that everyone comes back, it's how it happens and how they do it. And yeah, the lessons they learn along the exactly. way. Exactly. The, the real end game is become, the friends
0: we made along the, the way. The friends we've
3: made this family. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, final thing and we can wrap up and everything. Um, what did you think of, uh, Nat- Natasha?
3: Yeah, it was unexpected. Um, I, well, I knew, I mean, w- yeah. when, when, when they, when they go to, I don't remember the name of the planet now. Vormir. Vormir. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I I was like, oh shit! Like, there's two of them, and they're conveniently best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the soul stone requires a sacrifice, mm-hmm. so I knew that I knew that one of them was going to have to be sacrificed. But the, I, it was a bit much for me. The whole battle, like, to <laughs> who's going to jump over the edge first? You know, I was I like, come, was... come on, guys! If you both end up dying, who's going to yeah. be there to take back the soul stone?
0: Like, <laughs> I can understand that, but I liked it just because it was a. Um... I liked it as not a mirror but like as a um uh, uh reflection I guess of of the same thing. <laughs> um like literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of as a counter to Thanos Sacrificing Gamora because, like, okay, yeah. in the first movie, we have like, oh, he just sacrifices Gamora; she's like crying and screaming and everything. Um, and then, like, you have these two like best friends like that love each up. other
3: so much; yeah,
0: they're each trying to sacrifice themselves. So, I like that juxtaposition there.
3: Okay, I, I get um, that. It was yeah. just, it was just a bit much for me. Right, the stakes um,
0: were pretty high. <laughs> yeah, you did turn to me, and you were like, "Wait, there are two of them," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah yep, that's the point."
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, I think it's great that Quint gets to. Be with his family now. Yeah. You know, um, part of me wonders is Natasha really gone for good? Um,
0: mm hmm. I think. Yeah, do you know something? Uh, no, no, no. I'm positive she is. <laughs> like, okay. Because uh, Soul for a Soul. Yeah, and... I know.
3: I just. Just part of me is wondering.
0: Okay. I they don't do know. have a Black Widow movie coming out. Um, they do? Yeah. I think it's going to be obviously a. a Set, like, like an origin prequel, story. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Is it still going to be starring Scarlett Johansson? I think so, but I'm not sure. But. Okay um it's been a long time coming it would have been it's cool to have yeah it would
3: have been movie. good to have it you know 10 years ago when, sure. when the franchise was started but
0: you know i actually read i haven't read too much about it but like um one of the original like billionaire uh dudes that were in charge of marvel and everything at the outset of the mcu is this ike uh, this guy named ike perlmutter oh um who yeah he uh <laughs> Apparently, like, in 2015, he left, or, like, he's he was no longer in charge of making any decisions or anything at Marvel Studios. Apparently, he's just a massive asshole. Like, he's a piece of shit. Um, he, and I could be getting this wrong, I'll link to, there's an article by Joanna Robinson that, uh, for, I think, Variety, that kind of goes into detail about this from a few years ago, but I'll link it in the show notes. But he, like, okay, when they were starting Iron Man 2, I think when they... Developed like Black Widow as part of as part of the movie, I want to say that he was like all about like making her just a sex object and having just sex sex appeal and everything. Yep. And then also when he when they were talking about recasting Terrence Howard as mm-hmm. Rhodey, he uh, is alleged to have been on the record as saying like, well, it doesn't matter because they all look the same anyway. Holy. Yes, crap. referring to black people. Yeah. So glad he's not you know in charge of anything. Yeah. But. I feel like you can probably like. There's, I think the conversation around him and his involvement with the MCU is like that's kind of an explanation of why some of those earlier movies don't work as well as the as the later ones do. But yeah, so he's a piece of shit. So Hmm. yeah, um, yeah.
3: So so we're pretty good friends. Yes. Would you sacrifice me for the soul? Without
0: question. (laughs) Shut up! Um... (laughs)
3: What is wrong with you?
0: uh you know honestly, oh man what i will say is that if it came down to either of us like i would like to think that i would want to like i'd be like oh i'd be noble enough to try to sacrifice myself and i would like to think that you Aww. would too um mm. but i also think that you could I, I don't
3: know be... I, I got a lot going really? on for me right now hey
0: so. <laughs> i do too i yelled at teenagers
3: everything's coming up kirsten yeah. <laughs>
0: But if it came to a point where we were fighting it out, like, you would kick my ass and... I
3: think I would kick your ass. Yeah. Yeah. I would totally... I would would totally Natasha all over you. Yes. That sounds like something different. I said it and I'm sticking by it.
0: Okay. Well, this is a car special.
3: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um.
0: Yeah, but I would let you win the fight so that you could sacrifice yourself, so I could be like, oh, hey, you know, she just kicked my ass. Guys. Okay, she. Yeah. Hey, shut
3: the fuck up. <laughs> Your voice <laughs> cracked like you were like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was yeah yeah because it was, was, like, uh, yeah, yeah. It was a real like I didn't yeah oh okay yeah doing I did, that yeah I, I and totally I was like did. I don't know what I I don't know why I said that
3: yeah you really <laughs> I, did I did yeah but it worked though it did so. yeah
0: I'm gonna start yelling at people in theaters more
3: well I don't know if yeah about that.
0: well you know just, um, I'm, but yeah I'm so gonna...
3: yeah it was great movie yes um I can't yeah. wait to see like what direction the MCU goes in next absolutely with with the new generation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't, it's, it's, I, oh, 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 can, can, can we talk about Thor with Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes,
0: I really hope that he's in Guardians So we know 3. that they're
3: making, yeah, the yeah. Guardians 3 and... And that James Gunn is back. Uh-huh, yes, that's yes. big news, that's oh, yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you hypothesized that they were, they were gonna bring him back, and I, I, I they said, did. I don't think they're ever gonna do that. I, and I didn't believe it. And they, they, and they did, <laughs> they totally, that's, yeah. they did, that's great. Um, but... Uh, so it, ru- the rumored plot for Guardians 3 is that it's going to be like the search for Gamora right um, and I said well he, well, Thor is he's with the Guardians now like is he mm. like is he going to be like one of the main cast of Guardians 3 so. that That—that would be so cool like why would not oh, he yeah. be he's with them now yeah so, and, mm-hmm. and I said, wouldn't it be like s- such shit if they just like, at the beginning of the movie, like, well, it's a good thing we dropped Thor off on that right. planet, you know, that casino planet, <laughs> and he's just down there drinking and gambling, and, right. and that's how they write off yeah. Thor in the MCU. I would
0: be so mad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I really yeah. hope that
3: he's going to be part of the main cast. Me
0: too. I, I really Him hope Him so. and
3: Drax and, mm-hmm. and Groot and Chick with the Antenna.
0: <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, was such a great that line. That was great. Yeah. <sighs> oh, good times. Yeah. Um, last, last thing that I didn't talk about when we were talking about palms. Um, would you go into a retirement community like that? Oh, I asked you that in the theater. Um,
3: yeah, maybe. Oh, okay. I, well, here, well, here's the thing. Um, I don't have kids, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have like anyone to take care of me. Right. And I, I have a nephew, but I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, he's four years Burden old. I, you know, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I don't want to hope that he's going to like, let me live with him. Cause also right. like that would suck for yeah. everyone. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, it seemed like kind of cool. Like, there's all okay. these clubs you can join. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a real community feel. Like, I know that Diane Keaton's character is like, oh, this sucks, but like the mm-hmm. whole thing sucks for her, right? You know, um, like they have over a hundred groups. You can find something that you like and just spend your last years. Like, it's a nice place to live. Mm-hmm. Why, why? Why wouldn't you?
0: It is like my kind of thing. I would probably do it too because it does seem pretty nice. Like, just like the way, I, like I yeah, said, she you. still gets
3: to live on her own. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, and like, like I said to you, like, I'm driving golf carts around everywhere—that's—that's that's that's the for dream. Everyone. Yeah, it's um, the American dream. <laughs> but the uh, kind of the clicks and the social aspects well, of yeah, it yeah, but that's be,
3: okay. That's, yeah. kind of, that's 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 anything. But
0: I want to be a hermit that doesn't
3: then do that.
0: Do that, but it's also like, well, how are people? Like, I want the old people in my community to listen to my podcast and stuff. So
3: you can't have it all, Matt.
0: I I can and I will.
3: You can't just snap your fingers and get what you want. Hey.
0: yeah. Okay. Well, I think this sufficiently is a good place to end it. Um, all. <laughs> yeah. End it all. End <laughs> it <laughs> all.
3: Goodbye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Goodbye. <laughs> Forever. Yes. Uh, any parting thoughts before we stop?
3: Um, no, I, I just want to throw. Oh. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, I, yeah, I want to throw in the bit that uh, I, I saw online that uh, Ant-Man's stunt double is an amputee. Yes, um,
0: very cool. Yeah,
3: yeah, he has a, a, a leg amputation, which, first mm-hmm. of all, that's awesome, mm-hmm. um, but also I saw someone post. That just, that just
0: sounds like... First of all, that's, that's awesome. Like, everyone should have their leg like, Everyone should off. just
3: have their... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's it's great that they hired a stunt man yeah. with a disability, right? Um, and, and it's not like it's it's not even like oh you're playing you're you're a stunt man for a character right. with a missing leg like you're 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 stunting for a completely able-bodied person mm-hmm. like you're just the best person for the job, right? You know that's that's great. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but also, <laughs> I saw someone posted that, and then someone else uh, replied with like a a picture of Rocket and was like, I'm gonna need that leg. <laughs>
0: That's so awesome! <laughs> like, that's great. That's awesome. <sighs> yeah, I, that that's fantastic. And we talked about like that that as a topic yeah. uh, when we talked about um, skyscraper last year. Um, yeah, and I talked about this around the time of uh heartland film festival but check out the easter seals disability film challenge um it's a film challenge uh like kind of a 48 hour film project kind of thing uh for people with disabilities like that's that's the kind of thing it's a really cool organization they partnered with heartland last year um and i hopefully think that they're going to do it this year but anyway good uh a good uh organization there and yeah oh the final final thing we got dinner um yeah after endgame oh yeah we met some new friends we met some new friends that we didn't think we didn't get their names yeah
3: we'll we'll Uh, call them uh friend a and friend b
0: yes which is which though um i don't know okay i don't know friends um i got nothing um
3: we can call them friend a and friend one that way it's fair for everybody. Yes.
0: they can. Yep. Uh, friend A and Friend 1. And that's fitting because we met them at an Outback Steakhouse.
3: A1 a Steakhouse Steak Sauce. Get it? Yes. Get, Matt is so clever, you I guys. Know.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, we met some new friends there, and they were super nice. And uh, we were chatting about Endgame and a little bit about Game of Thrones also. And I made sure to give them my uh, card for the podcast. So if you're listening, uh, Friend A and Friend...
3: Uh, one one
0: yeah um
3: <laughs> we just talked about that yeah, i know
0: um uh thank you for listening yeah, tweet and, at us to yeah. let us know yes. that you're listening yes at obsessive viewer and at burger underscore lurker yeah um yeah so that's about it um i was gonna bring up the whole uh john mulaney thing but i feel like that's not probably not <laughs> podcast worthy well you
3: brought it up you've you can't just address
0: it and then. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you talk know. Talk about it. Um. Yeah, you were almost murdered. Well, I don't um, know about it. I. Yeah. I
3: mean, I was never. I wasn't ne- like I, nothing happened. Right. Right. Someone tried to break into my apartment. That's so fucking like, scary. It is scary. Yeah. yeah, I was terrified. Yeah. Um. I, I. don't think anyone could really get in. I have a thick deadbolt mm-hmm. on the door. Um. But uh, it's the middle of the night. I have a studio apartment, so mm. it's very small, and my bed is like a- against the wall that my right. door is on. Like I'm, you know.
0: And what's the address, just so everyone knows? (laughs) It's at one two. Uh, (laughs) So, um,
3: in the middle of the night, someone knocked on my door and it woke Mm -hmm. me up. And then they tried; they actually tried like getting into the door. They tried; they were Mm -hmm. they were trying to open the door. And I, I was I was still half asleep and I was confused Mm -hmm. and disoriented. And I, I just I, on instinct, I just yelled. Uh, uh someone's in here <laughs> just like john mulaney from that bit where someone walks in on the, on him in the restroom yes and they took off <laughs> and that's so, so um if anyone has any connection to john mulaney we mm. have to get this story to him
0: yes he uh, must know
3: he has to know that he has <laughs> yes. so vastly influenced my self preservation mm. instincts <laughs> um but it worked yeah,
0: yeah. It worked. that's what i said like uh like i texted you about it and you said like yeah i'm fine and you said that um you just you thought it was funny how fucked up your fight or flight yeah. response was. And I'm like, well, it worked. It worked. I mean. <laughs>
3: uh, I think that they probably assumed no one was home. Right. Because it was dark and no one responded to the knock. And mm-hmm. um, I should have just thrown my wallet out the door and been like, you want it? Yeah. Go, Go get, get
0: it. it. Street <laughs> smarts. <laughs> <laughs> Studio apartment str- smarts.
3: <laughs> um. But yeah, it's funny now. But like, yeah, I, I, uh. I mean, uh, it was terrifying when it happened. Right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I can cut that out uh, of the episode. I did tweet and I felt kind of like, I don't know, yeah, guilty about it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, she's on the podcast for one year and she's getting like, I don't know. You said, I, I
3: know, I know she hasn't been on the show oh, in yeah, a while, that's right. but yeah. that's no reason to yeah, <laughs> yeah. knock on her door in the middle of the night asking for her movie opinions yeah. or something like that.
0: Which again, guys, that's no. Guys, come on, yeah.
3: leave me alone. Yeah. Right? yeah.
0: And, no, I mean, you I know, know,
3: everyone wants to hang out with me. Harass
0: me, I just, you know. No just, one wants to harass you, Matt. I just.
3: Sorry, know, sorry. I'm. But, look. Look, I'm harassable. I, okay. Hey,
0: <laughs> I am the hero of the AMC Southern Plaza 5:45 oh, screening on May 11th of Endgame. <laughs> So, I think that I'm There are going to be statues in
3: your honor. Yes! I, think, I, I heard a uh, rumor that the mayor is going to give you a key to the city and I, they're going to make May 11th Matt Day. I
0: hope so. You so. know what's funny is that May 11th is actually uh, National Twilight Zone Day. That's, that's it.
3: Fun fact. Yeah. Uh,
0: All right. So, yeah. Let's finish this up because I need to go home and actually record anthology episodes. Mm-hmm. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, special bonus episode, this car special. We, we got a car special going. Um, yeah. Um yeah, if you want any more car specials from me, come knock on my door in the middle of the night. Yeah. That sounds weird. Also, just just to point out, you said like the middle of the night and then when you told me about it later well, you Well, it was
3: like twelve thirty. Like it was
0: like twelve thirty. Like, <laughs> like I was
3: like, But uh, I had but I had been asleep for like two hours by that point, so. sure.
0: Not not doing yourself any more favors. <laughs>
3: I get up really early for work, and I, I, yeah. I like to get a lot of sleep. I See,
0: I can respect that, because I get up early for work, too, but I'm always, like, deathly tired for the first half of my shift, and I don't understand it. Mm. Um, it's a mystery. Yeah, it is, weird. Yeah. All right, well... Well, 30 is totally the middle of the <laughs> night for some people. I guess, I guess. But anyway, I, like, when you said that, I was like, that's... I was awake like I was like I was about to go to bed
3: maybe that's why um, they assumed no one was home yeah you know because they're like what kind of loser would be asleep right. by now must be must be empty let's rain the place you right
0: know? oh what did God. they know
3: yeah um a mm-hmm. loser lives there
0: oh I agree right. okay um all right that'll do it thank you guys so much for listening uh we'll see you next time we need to next time you're on the podcast we need to figure out when that's going to be because aladdin's coming out detective pikachu's out oh god i want to see yeah i know so So we'll figure something out but yeah all right well thank you guys so much for listening i'll see you i don't want to say it like that all right bye
2: The Obsessive Viewer podcast is edited and produced by Matt Hurt and presented by ObsessiveViewer.com. For a full archive of our episodes, go to ObsessiveViewer.com/slash OV archive. You can also like our Facebook page and join the OV Facebook group at Facebook.com/slash The Obsessive Viewer. And follow us on Twitter at Obsessive Viewer and at ObsessiveTiny. And follow our recurring co host at I Am Mike White, that's me at rafekus and at burger underscore lurker if you enjoy the show please take a couple minutes to leave us a rating and a quick review on apple podcasts this is the easiest way to support what we do and all it costs is a little bit of your time if you'd like to donate to the podcast you can make a paypal donation at obsessiveviewer.com slash donate or support us on Patreon for recurring donations and access to commentary tracks and B-roll audio recorded exclusively for patrons at patreon.com slash obsessiveviewer. Every donation goes toward paying the fees to keep the podcast running and is greatly appreciated. For official Obsessive Viewer merch, including shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more, visit our Tee Public store. You can find a link to the store in the show notes of this episode and at obsessiveviewer.com slash donate. Or you can simply search for Obsessive Viewer at tpublic.com, tee For information about our annual live event showcasing short horror films from local filmmakers, check out ShocktoberinIrvington.com. And for an archive of all our events, as well as news about potential future events, head over to obsessiveviewer.com slash live. For more podcast content, you can find Anthology, Matt's solo podcast covering The Twilight Zone, and other classic and contemporary science fiction anthology TV shows at anthologypod.com and on Twitter at OVAnthologyPod. You can also find Tower Junkies, a podcast where Matt and Tiny share their love of all things Stephen King and his magnum opus, The Dark Tower Series, at towerjunkiespod.com and at towerjunkiespod on Twitter. And finally, check out the Secular Perspective, Tiny's side project podcast, which tackles current events and life's big questions from the perspective of secular hosts Chad and Amanda at thesecularperspective.com. The theme music for the obsessive viewer comes courtesy of the band Loudlike from their EP Mistakes We Must Make. Additional bumper music is provided courtesy of As Good As It Gets, which can be found at Facebook.com slash as good as it gets band. Thank you so much for listening.